0: Serious XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! So let's start. Uh, with the Yankees and Mets, listen, it's been going on now, this subway series for 25 years, and I understand, you know, I mean, it really isn't for everybody. They do the interleague series in a lot of ways for this Yankees-Mets. I mean, and, and when you get right down to it, you really care about the Reds and the Indians? Are you really that wrapped up on Padres and Mariners, Giants, A's? Cardinals, Kansas City. I mean, well, you know, maybe a little White Sox Cubs occasionally. You know, maybe if you push the envelope, the Dodger Angels scenario. But there's not that many of these uh, inner leagues that you do right now uh, to uh, really kind of move the baseball needle in the hot summer months uh, outside of the Yankees and Mets. That's going to have any impact. And this Yankee Mets series, you know, has had impact. Uh, I was at the first game between these two franchises in 1997, a series. Won by the Yankees, two games to one. A game won by the Mets at Yankee Stadium, 6-0 behind Dave Malik. He may have been 6-1, but they won easy. And then the Yankees won the third and rubber game of that series. They beat John Franco and Atino Tino Martinez hit in the 10th inning, 3-2. It was a very big uh, affair. It was a huge deal. The Yankees and Mets in New York playing against each other outside of spring training with a Mayor's Trophy game. There was some life to it. Uh, you know, and listen, Interleague is a little of this, a little of that. It's killed the All-Star game. We all know that. Uh, Although the All-Star game may have been dying anyway, but it killed the All-Star game because, you know, there's no real separation of the leagues. It's going to get worse down the road with more interleague play and more of a balanced schedule. Um, And again, uh, I understand that, you know, a little of this, little of that, been there, done that, you know, used to be six games. Three in each ballpark, which was too many. They've narrowed it to four games two here in the city field with the Yanks and the Mets Tuesday and Wednesday, two more in Yankee Stadium. I think it's in September. I'm not positive the dates uh, later on. Um, and so, as a result of that, uh, I think less is more. So, I think it's a little better. Four instead of six. Uh, listen, I only can treat in a league uh, in New York and I understand, you know, if you live in Kansas City, you'd rather see the Yankees come into your ballpark maybe even more than the Cardinals. If you live in Cleveland or Cincinnati, you'd rather see maybe uh, a, a divisional opponent come in more than playing the Reds if you're uh, in Cleveland or vice versa if you're in Cincinnati. So, I mean, I understand it's not for everybody and it's worn out, it's welcome and, you know, it's a little overcooked after it's, 25 years, uh, I understand that, I you know, but as long as the Yankees and Mets sell out tickets and they, you know, and there's 45, 48,000 on weekday nights in these two ballparks and they get on back pages of the New York newspapers, it gives me something to scream about on high heat, uh, and of course the other shows on that network, something to chat about, I'm leading with it here today, on, you know, I'm not going to lead with the uh, the NFL uh, Hall of Fame ceremonies this weekend, so uh, you know, it's probably worth, based Baseball still doing it. And, And I get it, it's a little played out. It's not the same. It's it's lost some of its uniqueness. No question. But I mean the Yankees and Mets still sell out the games. I had a lot of people ask me for tickets. Uh, you know, where can I get them? How do I get them? Can I get a couple, Chris? Do you know anybody? Can you make a call? Blah, blah, blah. I've had a lot of people uh, do that in the last five, six, or last couple weeks. So, I mean, I, I, mean, I know the Mets are pretty good and the Yankees are uh, the Yankees. So, and the Mets are very good. So, uh, there's more of a demand this year. But I still think until I see, you know, 22,000 at Dodger Stadium in Anaheim, at Wrigley Field or the White Sox Park, whatever it's called now is a guaranteed field, whatever it's called. I don't even know. And until I see empty seats at 161st Street and River Avenue and or uh, City Field at the new ballpark, I have to think that it's probably still worth it. I mean, again, it's really three markets that make this for New York, Chicago, and L.A.? I mean, that's us call it like we see it. I mean, the Red Sox don't have a natural rival. Playing the Braves isn't the answer. You know, the Blue Jays don't have a natural rival in the other leagues. So, I mean, I get it that in certain, you know, the Phillies, who are they going to play? So, I mean, there's not two teams in their towns. There's only a three. And there's a couple in their states, uh, you know, like Cincinnati and Cleveland. You know, like, uh, you know, there's a couple of those. But overall, it, you know, it is what it is. It, it's still, you know, Tampa and Miami is another one, if anybody cares. But it, it's it's really generated in a league on these three matchups, and you know, the the Cubs and White Sox. There's some. There's an element there that you get is a little electricity. Dodgers-Angels, yeah, there's some electricity, I guess. I'm not sure what sort of electricity you have in Orange County when the Dodgers come in. Probably a lot more Dodger fans. I saw Kershaw try to pitch that perfect game a week ago Saturday. The place was full of Dodger fans. but And the Yankee and Met fans, same thing. there would be some Met fans at Yankee Stadium. there would be some Yankee fans there tonight. But until I see empty seats in those three facilities, league is still going to be going on. That's all there is to it, whether you think it's played out or not. Now, as far as these games this week here in New York with the Yanks, and the Mets. I mean, these games are—you know—these get this game's got some juice to it because you know. Listen, the Mets are fifty-something, twenty-something games or uh, twenty-two games over five hundred. The Yankees are, you know, basically thirty-five games over five hundred. Uh, these are two of the top five teams in the sport. I think if you ask me right now, who is going to be in the World Series? And if you told me it was a Subway Series. Reincarnated from 2000, and it's Yankees and Mets. I wouldn't be surprised by that by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, the Mets eventually will get the ground back. It's uh, it's ironic that he's pitching a rehab game tonight instead of getting out there at, Yankee st- at at City Field. But, you know, I think the Mets don't want DeGrom anywhere near the Yankees in his first start off a long hiatus. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you're asking me two of these five teams, the Atlanta, the Dodgers, and Houston being the other three, uh, which two could be there in uh, late October, early November, I would, you know, give you a good chance there could be these two whether the rest of the country would care. I mean, it didn't care that much in 2000. We did. Uh, you know, uh, Pittsburgh and Milwaukee didn't. But, I mean, the ratings were terrible. They only had a five-game series. The games were not that juicy. I mean, you know, game one was pretty good. Game one was good. And game five had a little element to it. The other three games were not that good. Uh, but, uh, you know, listen, there's a chance these two teams could play again. Now, Stanton's now on the IL. He will not play for the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees are going to probably pitch Montgomery and Demong- uh, Domingo uh uh, John in these games the Yankees conveniently made sure that Cole was unavailable. Cole could have pitched Friday Wednesday, but the Yankees don't want Cole exerting himself. That's what you don't like about the Subway Series. I don't think the Yankees and the Mets want to go crazy trying to beat each other and extend pitchers and you know go out there and you know treat the game as Armageddon and have their best starters go because Cole could have easily pitched on Wednesday. He's not He pitched Saturday, and so it's almost like the Yankees avoided putting him in the hot lights of New York on the road and not have him exert himself and get himself hurt. Now Buck is playing games with Scherzer because the Yankees have not officially named their starting pitcher tomorrow night. So Buck says, well, if they can do that, I'll do that too. And now Buck has put undecided as far as his pitching is concerned uh, for Wednesday night. So there is a little gamesmanship. I do think the managers and the organizations play the scenario down. Uh, because they don't want to get their players too jacked up in the middle of July to play a couple of games against the other league when they got other more important games to worry about, especially the Mets who have all these games against Atlanta. Nine of them forthcoming. I think it's nine of them forthcoming. Might be 10 uh, forthcoming here uh, down the road to five in each ballpark. Uh, whatever that might be, so uh, which is unfortunate because they don't embrace uh, the uh, juice of this. And this has been always a much bigger series and much more important to the Mets fan than it has been to the Yankee fan. The Yankee fan wants to beat the Mets, but it's the Mets fan, and this is all fueled by the fandom anyway. The, the Mets fan, you know, he's sick of the Yankees. The Mets haven't won a championship in this Yankee era. Uh, where they won four. The Mets lost to the Yankees in 2005 games. The Mets were very annoyed in 2000 because they dealt with all the media and the Yankees didn't do anything. The Yankee players really were very, you know, removed from dealing with the New York media, and obviously there was a ton of New York media there, so the Mets players had to deal with that, and I know they were upset. Don't forget, I worked for the Mets station at the time, and I know they were upset, so, you know, that plays into this a little bit, too, with the fans, because the fans from the Mets side probably care more about this than they do on the Yankees side, and I think the Mets fan wants to beat the Yankees more than the Yankee fan wants to beat the Mets. The Mets fan, you know, can't stand the Yankees. Uh, You know, the Yankee fan kind of puts up with the Mets uh, you know but the Mets fan hates the Yankees we'll never root for them under any circumstances we'll root for the Braves long before they root for the Yankees you know their arrogance the Yankees have always been an arrogant franchise their fans have always looked down upon the Mets and so as a result, the Mets fan, you know, wants to win these games more than a Yankee fan does. It's all there is to it. If anybody thinks differently, they don't know what they're talking about. That is all there is to it. And, you know, right now, these games are more important for the Mets only because they got Atlanta breathing down their throat. But anytime, listen, for those of you who sit there and say, hi, right, this is a joke. This is overplayed. Enough already. Let's move on. You know, here's what I would say. Uh, although the intensity isn't quite as much as it was And the demand of tickets, despite the fact that people ask me for them, the demand of tickets probably isn't isn't as great as it was, say, 15 or 18 or 20 years ago. Uh, And I've been in a million of these games in all sorts of scenarios where they played the two games in the two stadiums in the one day, where Piazza got hit in the head by Clemens, where uh, Mel Rojas uh, got destroyed by, uh, I think it was Paul O'Neill. Uh, who killed him in a big game at at Shea or the Yankee the Met closer who was terrible? I mean, I've been you know, I've seen him. I saw the fact that I saw Art House sweep the Yankees one year. I mean, I've been here through throughout thick and thin. And again, until I see twenty three thousand in the ballpark, I mean, these are big tickets. This is still an event. And New York is an event town. And as long as baseball knows that the Yankees and Mets move the needle and fans want to go and the tickets are pretty good and the games are on TBS, as the game is tonight, and the game is on ESPN. And I bet you one of the games of this series tomorrow night would be on ESPN. I didn't Look, uh, you know, this series will have some life to it. Cubs and White Sox will have some life to it when they eventually play too. I don't know when those games are. Are they this week? I don't think that. know the White Sox are playing a lot of this week, so I don't know exactly when those games are. I can't. I, I know Dodgers and Angels have already played. The Giants and Athletics. I think they played one of the series, not the other. Uh, but, you know, they sprinkle them in. It's 162 games. Anything to get you through the year. Bigger games for the Mets. I think more important for the Met fan. I think you will see Scherzer tomorrow night, despite the, uh, you know, the shenanigans by Buck. Uh, and I think you'll probably see, you know, I think you might see Tyone for the Yankees tomorrow night. Uh, John pitched against the Astros last Thursday and got banged around a little bit with the Yankees throw him out there again. Uh, I th- You know, listen, um, it's... Uh, it's an advantage for the, for the teams. They play two road games, so they don't have to travel. So that's nice. They, you know, that means they play 79 road games instead of 81 road games. Uh, you know, Judge will be a factor. Lindoro hit three home runs against the Yankees last year will also be a factor. It's right up before the deadline with the trades next Tuesday, so that helps, too. Yankees and Mets, two games. Middle of July, late July. Long drudgery of the regular season. Long way still to go. Football on the horizon. What the hell? Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82.